Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast presented by Big Banter. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter for now. As I say, I keep saying that because I'm literally just going to stop or we're just going to get completely kicked off. It's at Bragley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I, I haven't been angry in a pod in a while, have I? Don't get, why, why? Okay. I don't even want to I, ask you. I think angry Brandon is going to come out. We've had, we've had op- overly optimistic Brandon, I think so far in the preview. Why are we, I don't, okay. Wait, I can't wait just to see this. I can't wait. wait to see this. Prepping for this pod, I got heated. You did? I fell asleep. Heated. So. Heated. Okay, cool. Speaking of fall asleep, uh, our producer Seth is here. Barely. It's about half of him. Um, he's on all sorts of drugs, legal ones. Uh, due to some travel issues with his health. If you haven't already done it, block it on block him on Twitter while you still can. It's at Setoff5, S-E-T-A-H-5. I can't do NyQuil anymore. I feel hungover. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Listen to this. What's up, Seth? What's up, baby? I survived my last trip to SEC country. Wasn't so lucky this time. The airplane germs got me. Ugh. Can you guys do NyQuil? Oh I can yeah, do NyQuil. some fun dreams with Nyquil too. I can't do it, man. Like I, I wake up and I'm just like, I'm hungover. I feel like I like wake I, up I'm... every day hungover, but I, I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I drink. Yeah. Like I'm having a drink right now, but not really. You are the most casual drinker. Like you're the exact opposite of me. You probably drink four or five times more often than I do. But when I drink, I just get fucking obliterated oh, you like say, drink just, responsibly you're you're a walking alcohol ad where you just drink responsibly mm. i don't know how to do that i <laughs> i need to take lessons no, just here comes that so i'm on threads uh, i'm not sure if i'm ready <laughs> to share that with you guys yet but uh <laughs> you are, hey you you sound great by the way but you are really loud <laughs> really loud <laughs> don't worry people tell me that every day <laughs> why did you just throw threads out there He's just giving his well, info. I guess. I don't well, info dump. Well, if I'm going to be off Twitter, tell, tell them where they can find me. Well, tell me. them in a little bit when we talk about the stuff we're going to talk about. No, my personal threads. Well, like I have we'll, the same... I'll, ask you, I'll ask you for the same thing. I don't even know mine. I need time to look it up. <laughs> okay? Actually, I know it. I know. It's the same as your Instagram. Hashtag Team Zuckerberg, right? I don't even yeah. know if that's like a thing. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Well, hey, we've reformatted this a little bit. Wow, I sounded like I was from like Wisconsin or something right there. But we've reformatted this a little bit so we can get the housekeeping stuff down at the bottom. Let's go ahead and talk about why we're all here. And I don't, I cannot wait to see why Brandon's mad. I'm assuming it's at some sort of three third party betting site or something. I don't know. Who knows? 
But we're here to talk about the week eight matchup, uh, the homecoming. I'm assuming, I don't know if it's been announced or not yet, but it's literally the only game in October at home. Uh, Saturday, October 21st, 12 p.m., kickoff, TV, TBD. This has got Big Ten Networks written all over it. Um, or maybe FS1. In Bloomington, Indiana, the Rock Memorial Stadium. The game is against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, everybody's favorite, lovable loser in the East. Um, history lesson real quick. We played them last year. We play them every year since they've been in our division. Uh, score, IU 17, Rutgers 24. Um, was this was this Baz's worst pick? Like, in, this, like he had this, a lot of them. Yes. A lot of them. A lot of bad ones. This was his worst. So this was what what started as a really good game for him, a really good, like scripted first drive. We didn't get a first drive because Jalen Lucas, Jalen Lucas took the opening kickoff to the house. I missed it because my son had did freaking swim lessons. And then um, we dominated the entire first quarter, defensive, offensive, up 14 in the first quarter. And then everything went nuts. And I don't understand what happened. We couldn't move the football. Connor Bazelak was awful like just stopped playing football awful we couldn't run the ball poor josh henderson i think he had like 26 or 41 yards and he was like the highest rusher on the team they just didn't give him the ball no i think he only rushed single digits something yeah. like that maybe um and then it was like nine for 40 some like it was yeah yeah and ba- basically didn't have like he had a rushing touchdown in this game he had no touchdowns throwing the ball he only had one pick and it was the ball game with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, a pick six on what was, I mean, could not have been any easier of an interception and touchdown. So, um, yeah, this game, the last two games against Rutgers really have been just. So, yeah, well, that's what started getting me mad was, you know, because I, I feel like when you you do a really good job with history lesson and sometimes I'm like, you know, derp the derp. So actually it was just like, how did we lose this? Like, oh, yeah. how did we lose this game? That's what started my anger was well, just, just at just wait. Baz. Just wait until you hear how bad Rutgers was at offense. And we let them come back from a 14-0 lead. Um, all-time record, IU still holds the lead there, five and four against Rutgers in nine matchups. Uh, fun fact, not on your guys' outline. And I'm not sure Brandon was here for the last one, but welcome back to Bragley's Patterns. I was here. We are back. So here's how it started. The I called it Bragg's ba- Bragg's Brag. Bragg's Brag. Let's do that then. Yeah. Let's I like that. alliteration. Okay. So again, IU five, Rutgers four. The series started like this. Rutgers, Rutgers. IU won the last five or won the next five. And then Rutgers won the last two. So the pattern goes two, five, two. That means what, Brandon? We're going to win five in a row. We're going to win five straight. So... Again, not an official prediction. Nope, um, so don't this write this down at home. You can pencil it in R R I I I I I R R, and then you figure it out from there. So there you go. Uh, head coach Greg Schiano in his 14th season, 14th or 15th season at this point. I don't know. I just go off Wikipedia on these things. Uh, he's 80 and 89 total. He was there from 2001 to 2011, left because everybody thought he was great, and then came back in 2020, came back crawling, begging for a job in 2020, and he's still there. Um, I looked up and spent a, way too much time on his Wikipedia. I couldn't look at his face, but spent a lot of time looking at his Wikipedia. He won 
everything that he could have possibly won as a coach in 2006 and won nothing else ever again before, after, as a coach. I mean, other than like the millions I'm sure that he made in the NFL, but, you know, ride the coattails, I guess. So that's Greg Schiano. That's enough about that. Here we go. Schedule up to IU. They got a pretty easy schedule. They've got Northwestern at home, Temple at home, Virginia Tech at home. They're at Michigan. They've got Wagner at home, which is dollar slice day. They're at Wisconsin and Michigan State. That wasn't a joke, Seth. That's literally what it says on their website. Dollar slice day. So, Seth is frozen. There he goes. Um, Hot take. Hot take. uh Uh-oh. What's wrong? I was going to say, let's run through the schedule. You want to do that, or do you want to do your hot Hot. take first? Nope. Let's run through the schedule because it's hot. Okay. Just win-loss. Northwestern at home. Loss. Wow. I think Northwestern does the whole rah-rah, everyone hates us, rally together. Because that really only works for, like, the first game or two, right? Mm-hmm. We, like, we saw it work for Nebraska, right, when they when yeah. they fired Scott Frost. Unfortunately, it was against IU, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think Northwestern comes out, and I think this game is 13-10. Northwestern just pulls out. An incredible game in the Northwestern probably doesn't win another game. But yeah, I think um they're there's I don't know. The Northwestern, I don't know. Does it not seem like a team that rallies behind and and wants to show up for the first game? Am I completely off base here? I think so. I think they're really bad. Although I think the team we're talking about is really bad. So I'm not really sure, <laughs> to be totally honest with you. Um, okay. So Seth, do you want to do this or not? No, he doesn't want to do it. Uh, Temple at home. Probably a win. It's a win. I mean, they have Akron. They have Akron beating Temple. So zip go zips. Okay. One and one. Seth wants to say something. No, I have a I have a two and oh. Oh, okay. Virginia Tech at home. Slaughtered. Yeah. Slaughtered by a bazillion. They're not even a good Virginia Tech team, right? No. No. Okay. At Michigan. Blown out. They put sixty something on Ruck or on uh, Wagner last year. What are they going to do this time? Same thing. Fifty something. They're worse. Yeah. Yep. Dollar slice they though. If I'm going to one of these games, it's that one. Some slices in in Piscataway. I'll take that. New York City is aren't, aren't they in New York City? New aren't York's they? no no no. They're not New York's football team. That's uh, Syracuse when they're good. Uh, <laughs> this is the birthplace of college football. So, um, at Wisconsin. Fat L, right? Um, And then Michigan State at home. Another under game. That's a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. I had the same ones. Same ones. So So you have them as three and three, and I have them as two and four. No, no, no. Other way around. You have them beating Northwestern, don't you? No, I don't. I have them winning at Wagner. No, no, no. I've got them beating Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, two. Three and four. Three Three and four. And I have them at two and five. Yeah. Yeah, three and four. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's get into their key players. This was tough, guys. We always talk about quarterback. Um, remember when we were scared of a guy named Gavin Wimsat? Nope. Sitting on their bench behind um, all those other, like, number 21, Johnny Langan and stuff like that that they had? I was scared. But my goodness, this guy. Career 45% completion percentage. 
This is a career number. Listen to this. So he's played about a season total in his career. Five touchdowns, seven interceptions. He doesn't run the football very well. That's all he's got. Now there's a guy coming in from Western Illinois. I don't care to write his name down. He could fight for the starting position, but this Gavin Wimsat guy is, is he's the guy. What's up, Seth? Uh, also look at Evan Simon, who's their backup oh, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Evan Simon, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He'll he'll be a rotational guy, likely. Yeah. But Gavin Wimsat's supposed to be the guy. He's built. He's built, but he's a big guy. He's supposed to be the like perfect quarterback. Nah, that ain't it. I mean, hopefully all they need a quarterback to do is hand off. Yeah. Um to Sam Brown. Yeah. So but I think they have the worst quarterback situation in all of the Big Ten. Is it them or North? Doesn't Northwestern have somebody? No. Uh, Who is Evan Simon? How do I know that name, Evan Simon? Has he been he, there? He played last year. Did he? I think no. he had like 100, over 100 attempts. Huh. Brandon, talk about uh, talk about their running back for a second. Yeah. So, um, like you, you mentioned, Sam Brown, the fifth is kind of awesome um he played in seven games last year before getting hurt uh but he was pretty effective uh over four yards of carry and a touchdown about every other game which was amazing for their for their offense um but they they actually have two or three backs i mean again that running is going to be their only hope um literally they they they're going to have to um they're going to have to run to win. And they actually do bring back a veteran line. Their line is probably the only decent thing about their offense. Um, they they have no wide receivers, no tight ends, no quarterback. They have two decent running backs. Sam Brown's decent, right? I mean, he's no Josh Henderson. He's pretty, like, I mean, he's over four, four and a half yards of carry, I think. Both of our backs are better. Okay. Christian Turner and Josh Henderson are better than Sam Brown, but Sam Brown's not not bad. I mean, he's not bad, but it, it's really the line um, that's that that makes things easier on their running backs. So um, if Shiano does anything, he has he's good in the trenches, right? He's got a good D line. He has a good O line. That's the Greg Shiano way. So I'm looking at Evan Simon, and maybe we should have put Evan Simon in there as what they're saying, but they're not saying he's going to be the starting quarterback. I've never, I've not read Evan Simon starting quarterback. I mean, but he's career 58% passer still below par with an average of 5.8 or 5.6 yards per pass, 61 yards uh, a game. Like he's not, I'm sorry. Yeah. Those are his passing stats. Yeah. He had six interceptions, four touchdowns. He like, had a really good game against Iowa where he, he threw did. for over 300 over yards. 300 against a great defense, which yeah. is crazy. Um, yeah, but, you know, all their offense has to do is score some, maybe. I don't know. We'll talk about this in a minute, but they, their defense has, has got a couple, uh, has a few studs on it. It's decent. One guy uh, probably going to play, be playing on Sundays, defensive yep. lineman Aaron Lewis, uh, 2022 third team, all Big Ten, co-MVP on defense last year. Uh, he kind of plays all over the line. I saw him standing up in a few. I saw him in the middle. He's the one that he's few. the one that does those little roll things, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's he's the one that he does the little barrel rolls or whatever, and it's like okay, Do the barrel roll. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, he is good. But he's yeah. he's a little he 
No one loves Aaron Lewis like Aaron Lewis loves Aaron Lewis. That's that's true. 55 tackles, eight for a loss last year, one and a half sacks, one of them coming, at least one of them coming against uh, Basilak that I remember, um, and a forced fumble. Uh, another guy that we talked about last year that we never saw play, I really like this guy, linebacker, Mohamed Torre, missed uh, all of last year with a torn ACL. I think it was either like first game or fall practice-ish. Dude's a stud linebacker. So like in 2021 as a true freshman, I think he was uh, 52 tackles, eight for loss, four and a half sacks from the linebacker position. Dude's quick sideline to sideline. I think his brother played. Um, is that right, Seth? At Rutgers and with the Colts. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's him. That's his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that guy. Um, quick sideline to sideline guy ability to rush the passer. Uh, just a good overall linebacker. And then. Speaking of the brother one, connection, one, 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 real quick, they also have two other linebackers coming back. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Um, that that put up one. Deion Jennings put up over eighty tackles, and Tyreen Powell put up over seventy tackles. Um, they they run a four three, and I mean the linebackers are, I mean they're probably top half of the league in linebackers. I don't know if I'd put them up there with with Michigan or Ohio State, but they're like on that level, like that next tier below. They're on that you know, Wisconsin, Iowa level of linebackers. Their their linebackers are dirty, like insane. Yeah, they're good linebackers for sure. Um, we'll talk about the kind of the ups and downs of their defense here in just a minute. Um, cornerback Max Melton, you might remember the last name, Melton. 2023 third team, all Big Ten uh, preseason. Uh, this is an, an odd one here, Seth. You got to tell me about this 2022 fourth team Big Ten. This is listed on the Rutgers website. Just so you guys are aware of that, did not know that the fourth team existed. It was also listed as an honorable mention all Big Ten. So you can't say it was an honorable mention thing. Um, you might know the last name because of younger brother wide receiver Bo Melton, uh, who was there for 75 years and just left uh, this year. And uh, Max has five career picks. That's about all I could really pick out. But I was told that he's a very important player. So, what, Seth? Yeah, he's the real deal. If you listen to the podcast from last year, I think his whole family's Rutgers people. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey, just chime in, by the way. I know you're sick. And just just start talking. I'll stop. Real quick, one other guy on their defensive line, um, similar to Aaron Lewis, uh, is Wesley Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an insane amount of tackles for a D-end. He 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 tracks people down on the line very very well. He doesn't get sacks. That that is one thing. For as good as the front sevens is, they don't get too many sacks and they don't force too many turnovers. They're more of a like a bend don't break defense. Um, is what I expect. I think I think you're gonna drop a pretty damning stat for that a little bit mm-hmm. as far as last year. But that's like how they're built. They're not a blitzing get in the backfield. They're just they're gonna stop you at the point of attack. Yes, and I'm going to pull up their schedule from last year, so just so I can reference kind of what I was talking about, So, um, or what I'm going to talk about. So let's get into key matchups real quick. We don't have to do this like crazy. I think it's pretty obvious in this game. Um, I'll start because I actually have some this time. Um, do the same thing as last year, except don't suck. So uh, score early, score on a really good defense, and just keep their terrible offense from doing anything. That's it. You score 14 points at home. You're up 14 nothing at home quick. No reason you don't win that game. There was, honestly, there shouldn't have been any reason we lost the game last year. But, yeah, do the same thing as last year, just with better players this time. Brandon? 
Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it, they are one and nine, one and nine when they don't get to a hundred yards rushing. They are four and two when they get to over a hundred yards rushing. Bingo, bongo, stop mm-hmm. the run. You beat Rutgers. What there cost us? What cost us the game uh, against Maryland last year? Not being able to stop the run. Mm-hmm. What it, it wasn't necessarily not being able to stop the run in against Rutgers, but we weren't good against it. We weren't good at stopping the run against anyone. So my matchup I technically have is Rutgers run game versus I use run defense. We need our linebackers and that defensive line to hold. Hold you. You, you limit these guys to running. They have no offense at all. Yeah, my first matchup is uh, Max Melton versus Cam Camper. I think it's a true wide receiver one versus CB1 matchup. Melton has more size than a lot of the cornerbacks in the league and can body up most wide receivers. Camper has a little bit of a bigger body. Um, He'll need to have a good game to help IU win, and it's imperative that he either get open or successfully be used as a decoy to exploit uh, other matchups. Well, I don't have to talk on my next one because I had IU wide receivers versus... Rutgers DB. So, what do you got, Brandon? So, we got one last year. I think we need another one this year. Special we need, teams. Touchdown. We need. We need special teams. What about in, special in, teams defense? Because putting in, it just on the sure. special teams is pretty tough. Sure, sure. I don't. I'm, I mean, I don't care. It could be a block punt, right? Um, I I don't care what it is. There needs to be a big special teams play because I think. I mean, their defense is good. And this is a 50-50 game. I, 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 I think it a little bit more in our favor. Yeah, me too. Um, but, you know, most so – got me so mad. Um, you listen to other big banter pods or you read Big Boomer or you read anything online, everyone has this as a loss for IU. If we want to get a win, we are going to need things like special team plays. Um, so, again, we've, we've shown the ability to be able to do it to a Rutgers team need to do it again this is a huge game in our schedule um it's it's must win just based off of yeah for bowling i think it's for bowling or seven six or seven this is a huge a huge game and a must have um i mean that's that's taking i'm not going to go through it all but you know it's taking you know a tough road game maybe two tough road games um, a neutral game and what could be a, a flip at home at later in the season and turning those into W's getting this one has got us, has got us hanging around seven. So um, it's, it, it's a big game. Seth, what do you, do you have another one? Yeah. I was just going to say it's a game you're going to need to count on. You sound like crap. Now you sound terrible. Whatever you just did. Don't do that again. So you, so you, you have, <laughs> you have to serve you, the games. You have to win at home, Indiana state, Akron, Rutgers and Michigan State. You need those four. And then you need you only need two of Purdue, Illinois, Maryland, and Louisville. You okay. win the you win the four at home. You get two out of those four, you're six and six. Yes. And I'll take six and six. I want seven and five, but I'll take six and six. Again, not official. Don't write these down at home. Um, all right, qu- real quick, and this is surprising, and this is frustrating. I love uh, this is the frustrating this stat. Is frustrating. Uh, fifty thousand foot view. Let's start with defense, so that way we can we can edge into our um 
frustration. So on defense, ranked wise for Rutgers last year, they were 95th in allowed points per game. This is crazy. 95th in points per game. 38th in total defense at 350 yards per game. So it's weird that it's really high points per game, but they were absolutely destroyed by a couple teams that like Minnesota, I think got them 31, nothing. You had Maryland 37, nothing. Why did I get rid of it? Um, Ohio state lit them up. Uh, Michigan scored 52 on them. Penn state put 55 on them. Michigan state went over 400 yards. I think, Um, you know, they, they got beat up pretty good on the points, but again, they only allowed over, 400 yards i think three times so but they padded their stats early in i mean they dominated the boston college they only won by one but they took care of them on defense dominated wagner temple was a low scoring game but really close um you know you can go through their schedule if you want nebraska was a low scoring game and close our game was low scoring and close um so yeah there you go so their defense is it good i don't know you think so they got some decent players so Brandon's screaming at something, and I'm not sure nobody's hearing anything. I was on mute because I was trying to let you finish your point. (laughs) Their defense isn't good. Their defense isn't good. You just just gave all the stats of all the teams that crushed them. Mm -hmm. Most of those teams were good on offense. Was Michigan State good on offense? No, they were not. Was Iowa good on offense? Literally, didn't they like win a game six to two? I think they won a game pretty i'll look it up oh well i just had it i'll look it up here in a second but yeah everything um, i read i literally said it in this podcast why did i say it in this podcast because i'm just regurgitating everything i read i don't even believe it i don't even believe it this team sucks they won a game seven to three against south dakota state okay that that was it so that team lit them up and they're yeah. bringing the majority of it back yeah you look at every ranking, it has their offense better than our offense. It wasn't. It was actually worse than our offense. But every ranking you have them has them better than us. Somehow. Somehow. The Who's seven, gonna catch the ball? The seven to three. The seven to three was without a touchdown. First quarter field goal. Second quarter, South Dakota State field goal tied three three at halftime. Third quarter. Safety. Fourth quarter, safety. Seven to three. Great game. You guys want total stats? Let's do that. Total yards, 120 to 166. 120 yards for San Diego State. 166. One team was over 100 yards passing, and it was Iowa. 109. Average yards per play, 2.4. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. Back on. Nope. 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 I have more. Okay. Um, we we want to keep going on their front seven, right? Mm-hmm. Did they have two of the top PFF ranked linebackers? No, but you were just you were nutting all over their linebackers just a minute ago. Of course, because that's everything you read, Michael. I know you read the previews. Yes. I know you read the previews. That's all they talk about. Do they have the transfers, Andre Carter? Nope. Did they have a transfer like Linnell Carter? First round nope. draft pick, Andre Carter. Like, 
our front seven is I don't know. They have nothing that they're better than us on. But supposedly they have a better defense. Supposedly they have a better offense. Supposedly they have better play. I, I literally don't get everything I'm reading. How Rutgers, I think Rutgers might be the worst team in the Big Ten. He gets so upset, man. I, I'm not going to say it again because our listeners know it. I'm not going to say it. Players play, Brandon. Players play. The other guys, you guys finish the rest at home. The other, yeah, we'll do that at home. Don't do it anywhere else. But players play, computers are for other things. So just leave the computers to make you, like, just let you be mad for a minute and then realize, like, I know, you know, deep in your heart that they're not good. And then just move on. So it's fine. Wait till we birth- get to Dubich Sportsbook. Wait till we get wait. to Dubich Sportsbook because Vegas loves them equally, yeah. especially over us. And I'm going to throw something against a wall. Watch out, Sasha. All right. On offense. She's at a are- girl's night, which is oh, why perfect. I'm with the podcast. They are awful on offense. And they should be again. They were last year. They were ranked 130th out of 136, maybe. I don't know. Um, again, perspective, IU pretty bad last year, right? 110th. They had 250 yards per game. on. That offense. means there were 20 teams in between us. We all watched IU's offense. They were 20 teams worse. worse. Just, yes. And they bring nothing back. Like nothing. No. And they, they actually lost get their worse. Best, they lost their best receiver. Oh, I'll talk about it in a minute. Points per game. They averaged 13 points per game through the season. 128th. So they lost their top three receivers, best offensive lineman. Cam Winstat. Can he can he do anything? Can he do anything? If not, it's gonna be awful. Like they're gonna have to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. And that's not gonna with work. running backs that are mid AF. Our running backs are better. Yeah. I mean, what what's his name? Your boy Simon. Simon might be all right, maybe. Sure, they've had a running quarterback every year, and they haven't done anything with it. He's not that much of a running back, running quarterback, is he? No. We'll see. All right, moving on. Oh, and they have a punter that's decent on special teams. We haven't talked special teams for a minute. So moving on to Dubich Sportsbook. What do you got, Brandon? So so if, if the previews and all that didn't get me mad enough, what do you think... ESPN's metric has for us in this game. It has us winning 60-40, I think. It does. It does okay. have us winning 60-40, which was a surprise to me, mm-hmm. considering how much ESPN hates us. Mm-hmm. But they do have us winning 60-40 to 40 on this. Um, my question to you guys, is this over-under going to break 40? Man, I just don't know what to expect from our offense, Brandon. It's hard to answer that question. Um. Hmm. Over 40? I don't think so. Man, we I don't have think seen, it gets there. Brandon, we have seen 38 and a half. 38 and a half. Dude, IU, IU Rutgers at home, we have seen some crazy side. We've seen some crazy games. Yeah, like, I mean, two years ago was completely lopsided towards Ten Rutgers. 10 years but... ago was insane. 10 years ago was the most bananas game I, I've ever yeah. watched. Yeah, that game was nuts. I think I yelled at Kevin, Kevin Wilson as he was going off the field and he pointed at me in the stands and it was his birthday and I felt really bad. But yeah. All right. No, I don't. Well, 40. I don't know. It's tough, Brandon. I don't know how to answer that question. Yes, I'll say yes. All right. So here, here's Vegas. Now, neither team is winning the Big Ten. 
But do you know what the difference? Not so sure we, I put money on that. Plus 50,000 is what IU is. Yeah. Anyone want to take a guess what Rutgers is? Say it again. 50? Plus 50,000 for IU. Depending on the sports book, plus 25,000 or plus 30,000. They literally think, you know how offensive that is? 20 to 25,000 better than IU to win it. Now, like I said, neither team's going to do it. But if anything, you're right, Seth. I think they're going the other way. No, infuriating. And you can't, I mean, it's because of their easy non conference, right? I mean, they play Wagner and Temple. But we play Akron and, and Indiana State, so it's not it's not too different of a non-con. Um, baffling. Um, everyone knows our over-under, three and a half, right? What do you think their over-under is? That's what my book is on them. I have three and a half, You have three and a half? I have four and a half. I was going to say four and a half. With a, with the slight under as the favorite, so they think they're going to win four games. Seth, go back to whatever setting you had on your microphone. Um, yeah, four and a half is what I'm seeing too. Yeah, so the, I mean, they every they Vegas thinks they're going to be one to two games. Well, better we got to do. It. We have to do it now. Let's just do it. Rutgers schedule. Football. I did. Why do I have 2022? Oh, we just talked about 2022. That's why. Football schedule 2023. Here we go. Okay. Um, you guys just go win-loss. Ready? Northwestern. Loss. Okay. I'm winning win. two games. We can just you guys can go. Keep, I haven't winning your, two games. Keep your stats. Okay, okay. Seth, here you go. Northwestern loss, you said. Or win. No, win. Temple. Win. Virginia Tech. Loss. Michigan. Loss. Wagner. Win. At Wisconsin. Loss. Michigan State, loss. At IU, loss. Ohio State, loss. At Iowa, loss. At Penn State, loss. Maryland, loss. What do you got? Three? Three and nine. So it hinges on this game. Right? No. Well, that's it doesn't where, really. Yeah, that's where three and a half is. It's well, either... that's three and a half, yeah. I have four and a half on, on DraftKings. No, I'm going personal. What is I their... set it. I set my own at three and a half. Why do I feel like they're they're trying to they're trying to say that they can beat? Is it Michigan State at home, or is it Virginia Tech? Where does ESPN have this coming from? I'm gonna find this out here real quick. Give me just a second, guys. Let me look this up. Rutgers. They and then and then they Michigan have the, the... State. They have a 22 percent chance of winning against Virginia Tech. They haven't beating Virginia Tech, guys. There's 50, zero chance. 51% chance of winning. When Virginia Tech is plus money, I'm betting my mortgage. Let me see if they've got a line on it yet. They don't. It's a BTN 330 game. Virginia Tech Rutgers. And this is after Virginia Tech. I, I was going to say, I'll be there, there the week before, I believe. Yeah, plays Purdue, Purdue the week before. Yeah, so we, we've we, got a tough schedule. They're going to struggle with Old Dominion. They always do. They're only 13 and a half point favorites. ODU. Um, so I mean we'll get a if unless you're going to the game, which Bragg is, IU that weekend plays the twelve o'clock game. What so, game is that? Uh September. That's 16th. a Louisville game. Yeah. Louisville game. Yeah. 
So the, they've got Purdue getting a slight edge to win in Virginia Tech, 55 if you round up, 55. So it's a coin toss. And then they have a coin toss against Rutgers. Here we go. Everybody thinks we're super biased against Purdue, right? Purdue versus Rutgers, who wins that game? Purdue. Purdue. By how many touchdowns? Two. Two and a half. Exactly what I was thinking. So you're telling me that's a 5% difference between those two teams? Again, ESPN and Vegas loved Rutgers, and I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't either. That's I, it. Now, that's I don't I know anything about Virginia Tech. I don't know if they're going to be any good. I think it's one of like Seth's 17 teams that he follows, so I'm not sure. I fell, I've fallen off since Beamer left. I'd love to go to a game in Blacksburg, Isn't there Beamer back, though? Or where's he at? No, He's, he's a South, South Carolina. Carolina. That's right. yeah, he's a, he's... They did a really cool... Uh, office promo did you see this where they you remember on the the office the the tv show the office where michael is running by the like speedometer that the police put in the street and it's like 13 miles an hour it's crazy and then somebody runs 14 miles an hour and then he waits for a car to go but they do that so if you guys get bored it's actually pretty cool look south carolina the office promo or whatever it doesn't matter speaking of promo we've hit that part of the outline Super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. So, as I said earlier, we moved our housekeeping news and stuff like that down to the bottom a little bit before Brando's Randos because we like to keep your attention for just a minute. Um, you know, we usually start the podcast with this basically the last four or five times we've done a podcast. We record a podcast. What happens, guys? You got to commit. We get to commit. And we got the biggest commit, I think, maybe the second biggest commit, maybe behind our quarterback. Who's uh, blowing up, by the way. Yeah, huge, right? He's at, he's at, the, 20, he's at the 25th best quarterback. Right Timmy now. C, bro. Timmy C. And he's probably going to go up because he's going to dominate Ohio football. We got to hang on to him. He is a stud, bro. I told you. I told you this when we talked about him. He's Your boy Quentin player. Clark got a monster jump, too. Love like, that, too. He's he's a high three-star. He probably won't get to four-star, but he is. he's an 88 now. Is that an think, 88? You think Cameron Courtney gets a four-star? Be close. He's a high three-star, too. Athlete out of Woodbridge, Virginia, from Freedom High School, Seth. He's got offers. He's got offers, guys, okay? Listen, this is a very, 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 very hot topic right now in the IU community. I don't like to call it an IU community because it's not the community I like to belong to in IU. It is a community that we don't talk about on this podcast very often. But believe me, if your players don't have offers from big-time schools and they just have MAC offers, Tom Allen is slipping. And then it's going to start a huge Twitter thing. And it's things that our listeners pay attention to that you guys should just move on. Don't even give it any time of your day. Leave all the Dales alone on Twitter. The guys that is Dale Green or whatever, I'm sure is what his name is. He's got like an IU logo as his, as his avatar. Leave him alone. He will openly tell you that he loves Notre Dame football unless IU was good. That is what he said. So there you go. His offer sheet, just some notable ones. It was really between us and North Carolina, speaking of basketball. Um, and then you've got, you know, some decent teams like Maryland, Pittsburgh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Some people Pitt. playing. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, there's one little school down south that was paying a decent amount of interest to him, uh, Alabama, Alabama, I think. 
So, you know, they didn't offer, so that's probably not going to hit well on Southern Indiana Twitter, but um, there you go. It's a good player. Where's he going to play? Safety, you think? Yeah, he's a safety. He's a stud. So, Cameron with a K, Courtney with a C. There you go. Um, anything else you want to add on him before we move on to some show news? And then we'll just run through that, and then we'll get into Brando's, Randos, and Seth's sack, and then we'll wrap it up. Nope, I'm good. Cool. Well, some show news. We've already done it. If you guys haven't seen it, the Instagram and threads are now live. They're at Podcast LEO. I just wanted to keep it the same all the way across the board. Um, and pod and LEO podcast was already taken. So, um, but at Podcast LEO on Instagram and threads, we will have some cool exclusive stuff going on there. I think Seth is going to kind of move a lot of the stuff over to threads. If you're not familiar with threads, it's literally it's Twitter, but it's tied in with your Instagram account. So if you have an Instagram account, just it's it's a couple clicks boom you're on threads it's that easy um or whatever you do touches on your phone or whatever whatever the kids are doing now right touch grass is that the thing that they're doing now that's the thing they say but i'm not sure that's going to get you on threads um another cool thing we're going to do beyond um some of the other stuff we talked about merchandise stuff like that you guys have seen the new logo rolled out with the last podcast i'm not sure it's going to update on apple if it does that's great. If it doesn't, nobody knows. I've tried. I've gone to people at Apple. They're like, oh, I don't know. Sometimes it takes like a week to update. Sometimes it doesn't update at all. So we'll see. As of right now, it is not updated. I'll try again. I'll see what I can do. We'll see. Um, so Instagram live or Instagram threads, you know, we'll do some cool stuff. Those things are up and ready to go. Give us a follow. Um, as again, it's at podcast LEO. Um, we're going to start doing some Patreon stuff here before probably the season starts. Um, I think that's the only thing that makes sense. So I guess I should probably get to work on that, uh, with Patreon. If you're not familiar, it's a, it's a monthly fee. Um, it can be as little as you want. Yeah. As much as you want monthly, monthly fee club. Well, I mean, it's whatever I set it at, I think, but I think, I think (laughs) you can literally put the minimum as a dollar. I think it's min min no max. Yeah. It's it's just a range. So Mm. like, I was going to say, I only have two. I'm on to, I do whatever they say. Basically, just to give everybody an idea, if you don't know what Patreon is, what I pay for, I'm a you know, big Arsenal fan in soccer, European soccer. So I pay $5 a month for one and $5 a month for the other one, basically. And what that does is that gets me no ads on my podcast every time. I get exclusive podcasts like game previews with other things. There's exclusive player interviews. There's um, exclusive events. It gives you access to their Discord. And if you don't know what Discord is, it's basically like Twitter like, like what Seth and everybody does, or it's like, a, it's like a group text, a giant it group is. text on crack, basically, yep. um, with all of the fans, our fans, IU football fans, dedicated fans, stuff like that. So you get access to that. We'll do exclusive tailgates. We'll have, you know, all of you want to like text that. me. So like, I know yeah, you do. Everybody you want to text me. me. Yep. No. He's bored. He didn't do anything anyway. So I really and don't. Then it'll also give you guys like exclusive, uh, look into new merch i mean it may be the first round of merch that comes out it may just be for patreon people we'll see so that is something we're working on as well there'll be a bunch of other stuff that patreon is going to bring in uh but when we first unroll it i think it'll be something like uh a shirt or or a hat or something we'll do something cool like that to get you guys in so um and and some tailgate stuff so there you go that's it man that's all i got for news you guys want to add anything else if not we'll get right into brando's randos and keep on rolling and get out of here Got nothing. I got nothing as far as news. Oh, well, I hope you had something for Randos. So what do you got? I do, I do. I do have three. Um, have either one of you heard of the show Boardwalk Empire? 
Yes. Have, I Have either it? one of you watched no. it? Mm-mm. Man, it is. I think it might be HBO's most underrated TV show ever. It's about bootlegging in during Prohibition. Mm-hmm. And of course, with HBO, there is death, gore, blood, sex, boobies, oh. um, and everything that you want on an HBO show. Um, Boardwalk Empire is great, especially if you like like period pieces. Like it is, it shows everything like that went on, and it's it's also heavily mobster related. So if you haven't watched Boardwalk Empire, um, do because. We get like a month. I don't know about you guys. I'm in like a show hole. Like I have like I'm like watching Righteous Gemstones and that the bad Disney Marvel show right now. Like I, I'm watching. Bleh. So if, if you want to watch something Boardwalk Empire, my question for you guys is what do you guys think the most underrated show that no one has watched? Most underrated show that nobody's watched. So Seth, had, Seth and I have fairly similar senses of humor i would say maybe um we we tend to watch most of the same shows i'd say a show that kind of that's kind of popular but kind of went under the radar at least with him is broad city now it's no longer on but it's on hulu it's about two girls in new york city and it's amazing like it is it's about i think it's five seasons it's great it's a really good show. It's nowhere near like whatever these awards are that I'm sure Boardwalk Empire's getting. But yeah, that's good. I'll give a I'll give a serious one. I'll give a serious one. Not a lot of people I felt like watched uh Ray Donovan, at least in like my group, Dude. my group text. Great show. Also I've heard watched. great things. I've never watched it. You gotta go all the way back. I don't know if it holds up. I don't know if it holds up. There's no like current topics, I don't think, in that show. Uh, but um Really good show, Leaf Shriver. I've, I've heard that in Billions. Like both of those shows are. I haven't either. Great. I've heard Billions is appointment TV. Um, man, I don't know. Keeping up with the Kardashians, everybody watches that. Really, that's a good new episode just came out, or it's coming out tomorrow. So since we're not recording, I'll be able to watch that one. That's cool. All right. So, uh, Seth, do you have any? I don't want to. Yeah. Um, I always go with Freaks and Geeks. That's one of, one of oh, my favorites. Oh, that's a good one. That, I haven't seen that one. That was on Netflix for a little bit. Yeah, and I think I took I think Seth's it, DVD collection and watched I, it. I think once. I gave it to you because I yeah. bought it on Blu-ray. Um, that only lasted one season, but was amazing. And one had of Seth and Queen, I's favorites. Queen Linda Cardellini yeah. in it. Um, and then the other one I like to throw out that I think everyone forgot about was My Name is Earl. I, mm. Dude, it slaps. Is it good? It's good. It's low key. It's like unexpected. Don't have high expectations, and then it just like, it's really enjoyable. Okay, got it. Next question for me is obviously you've heard my rantings. On a serious note, why do you think other media outlets, other social media outlets, are put an edge over Rutgers? The only I thing I can think of is Greg Schiano. People like Greg Schiano more than Tom Allen. It's the only rational way that I could see anyone putting Rutgers over IU. Yet everybody, I've yet to see any season outlook that has us over Rutgers. What? Hmm. East Coast bias. No, I was gonna say. Well, maybe. 
I was also going to say like maybe more consistency with their roster. I mean, they don't have the transfer turnover. They don't have that stuff. But again, their roster is not very good. How many, how many games did they win last year? They went five or four. Uh, because I forgot this is going to sound surprising as a host of an Indiana football podcast. I thought we won two games last year. I forgot that we won four games last year. And it's not even saying that it's like that was a good season, but that was a trash season. And we still they went one games. and eight. Their only win was against us. Yeah, yeah and, and incredibly that they shouldn't have won. Stupid game. Yes. Yeah. And they bring everyone back. Like that's no, no, no. Brandon, they're losing talent on offense. Right. On a terrible right. offense. They lost their top three receivers are gone. And the dude threw 45% of those people. And they bring in a they they have worse quarterback. We don't have to get into it again. Seth, do you have a reason why other people, other East Coast bias, was that? Yeah, I think that, I don't know. I think people always want to give Rutgers the benefit of the doubt in a way that they refuse to give IU. I I don't have any other. Birthplace of football, more. man. Birthplace of football. Well, I mean, uh, how many times has Rutgers, let's flip the script. Let's 2006, flip the script, right? that's it. Well, well what I was going to say, let's flip it, right? You know, you want to talk about different cultures right so like you figure birthplace of football birthplace of basketball blah blah whatever i mean rutgers is over the last five years has been pretty dang good against iu basketball right may have it may have a winning record against iu basketball over the last definitely, five years. definitely does but how many times has anybody literally anybody picked them to beat iu probably zero maybe once over the last five years and it doesn't matter so I do not think that this is a 50-50 game. I do not think it's a toss-up game. I I do think it's a pretty pretty at least the easiest on paper Big 10 win for IU. All right. So normally when we do these pods, I'm in, I'm in a super good mood and I'm we're making fun of New Jersey. So I I got to add one of these questions in. Um so if if you had your we all have amazing Midwest wives that are successful and gorgeous and amazing and blah, 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 blah. But if you had to choose between an East Coast woman, a West Coast woman, or a Southern woman, dang it, rank those three. We're not doing, we're not doing FMK. We already did that a few weeks ago. So we're not going to do it in this case, but just rank who you would be most interested in. Southern. One being the most, three being the least. Southern, Western, Midwestern. So you can't can't put Midwest. Midwest is number okay, one. So, we okay. love Midwest. We all have great right. Midwest so wives. Southern, one. Western, Eastern. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dang it! Switch like Southern it. and West. I'm gonna go West. I'm gonna go West Coast, Southern, Eastern. I wanted to go East. I wanted to go East Coast because. I did talk about how how I have a, a fair bias towards East Coast women, but to marry one and, and wife them up, I don't know about that. So I I think that's that's why this podcast works. That's why we're the best of the best because we got Ying Yang and Yanger. Um, I'm going East Coast. Oh my God, no Southern and West. And oh here's my, my here's my reason. One, I'm married to a Jewish American princess, so um. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna leave that at that. From Chicago. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Imagine imagine her like a thousand times worse, but with like glitter and stuff all over her. They're uh so I'm going I'm Beth, they're not listening. I'm going I'm going East Coast, and I'm not 
thinking like New Jersey. I'm thinking like Nantucket. Okay, like, well that's cheating. Or or Outer Banks, right? Like that's what I'm thinking. Like Nantucket, Outer Banks type East Coast women. Um, that's that's what I'm thinking. Then I'm going Southern, but I was real split on this one. Um, because like Southern girls like Southern gentlemen, right? I don't drive a truck. I don't, you know, pop zinnies in every day. Right, I'm not going. Hunt, hunt. I'm not going. I'm not going hunting on the weekends. Well, it's not, not that, that I... they're interested in us. Of course, hey, they have no listen, interest in us. Zinnies could get Zinnies could sponsor the podcast if they want. I mean, I don't. That's not my thing. But you know, so like, I guess I don't have an interest in what with the Southern girl. But I, I do think you know everyone likes a good Southern belle, and I just think West Coast women are the worst. Why? Like they're they're fake. Oh. They're they only talk about themselves. No, like I don't. That's West, not what I was West, thinking. I wasn't wait, thinking. Who's LA. watching the Kardashians? No, no. I love that show. By the way, exactly. So that makes thinking, sense. You're a West Coast guy. That makes sense I, that you're a West Coast that's guy. That's not fine. the kind of West Coast I was thinking. I'm thinking like Barbie is what I think of. I bro, think of Barbie. When I'm thinking West Coast, I'm thinking maybe all the way to Colorado. But I'm what I'm thinking is, I'm thinking like San Diego, San Francisco. Oregon, Ugh, San like Francisco, that kind of West Coast. Well, I love San Francisco. No, that oh. literally might be Mad Max here in a few years, dude. I well, yeah. Have you seen like the zombie homeless people? Yeah, it's bad. That is crazy. San Francisco is nobody's listening in San Francisco either. Seth, don't do the roll. We, we don't thing. have we don't have UCLA fans. Do here it. in not our yet. mentions. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. If you guys haven't seen that, seriously, I think I've talked about it on here. Like Google, like san francisco homeless zombies it is crazy because they've got a terrible drug problem going on out there but the city itself is amazing it's beautiful and it's awesome expensive. i don't know what you're talking about. it's very expensive so have you heard the new drug that's around indie oh god so i like i heard this from a co-worker people are huffing raid Shit. they're they're huffing raid and it's like a cheaper like like very short-term heroin buzz and it does that same like zombie like the, when the people that you see that are just like backs are crooked in their arms that's that's the people on raid seriously true story um but anyway um so yeah that's that's mine i'm going east southern and west east southern west and i think it's the only answer all i'm saying is that like the la chick the la i shouldn't say that the la women that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking like chill surfer girl, like hanging like out. Like the Beach Boys song? No, just like okay. When you think about a California, yeah, California. I hate girl. them. I hate them all. About a California girl. Hate them all. Hate them all. Chill, right? Just no, chill. Everything's the flowing. They're the worst. It's good. I mean, how how far west coast? Are we we vibing. <laughs> vibing. That's it, man. Or Oregon. Think about think about a girl from Oregon. Pretty chill, right? Pretty crunchy. A little crunchy, yeah, bro. So, all right, that's all. all right, cool. That's all I got. That's all right, all Seth. What's in your sack? Let's go. All right, I was beating myself up over this. I called him Congrats. DJ Norman last week, the Michigan cornerback from last mm -hmm. year. So that was bugging me. Um, Nobody. Listens. And also, Brandon called me out on other good Michigan cornerbacks, Marlon Jackson, oh, former yes. Colton. Marlon's I was disappointed. It. There wasn't as many as I thought, but uh, Marlon was the one that popped out to me. There you go. Uh, Rutgers continues to get guys drafted despite the program being a middling to bottom tier program. Mm -hmm. um, recruiting really hasn't improved though. Uh, does sending to the sending guys to the NFL not really help recruiting anymore? Is Shiano or is Shiano a better talent developer than we give him credit for? Okay, 
Can I can I ask you what what was their highest draft pick that they've had since he's been back? Because okay, so their most successful player, maybe outside. I mean, Torrey Torrey's been pretty good with the Colts, but I I would say Isaiah Pacheco, right? Has been maybe there, and he was seventh round draft pick. Yeah, dude. He was a seventh round draft pick. Isaiah Pacheco, the running back. Look it up. Maybe sixth, but seventh, sixth or seventh round draft pick. He was late. Seventh round draft pick. Yeah, he so, and Bo were both seventh rounders. Yeah, and Bo Melton really late. I don't think you're getting there's nothing there that's boom, like flashy. You know what I mean? Ture was a second rounder in 18. Leonte Carew in th- was third. Tyler Croft, tight end Nothing. from Cincinnati, was a third rounder. It's a backup tight end, right? Second tight yeah. end, maybe. I give Shiano no credit at all. Zero. But he didn't He didn't do much of that. Like, Ture wasn't his. Croft wasn't his. Um, Melton really wasn't his. I mean, kind no, he of. Inherited, he inherited Melton and Pacheco and... Uh, I think Christian Braswell he recruited last yeah. year to the Jaguars. Ture was Ture's good when Ture's on the field. I mean, he's been I think he's been on and off with injuries uh a decent amount. But he's now that you reminded me that he went to Rutgers, yeah, he's been he's been really good. But that that's it, man. I, I get what you're saying with draft picks and stuff. I mean, honestly, like we didn't did we have one last year? We didn't get a draft pick last year. Um, but the year prior, I think we had we had Micah um who's been pretty good i mean but before that we had a bunch of draft picks throughout the year mike is gonna be a starter they just had their starter go down with an injury he he was starting towards the end of the year and he was really starting to put up some numbers so um i think that's not going to be much of a drop off for them so i to answer your question no i don't think for them i don't think it's a a thing i think they're they'll keep him around forever which is great Mm -hmm. because i don't think his pitch lands anymore like i i don't I don't think he has a thing anymore. Like he's chopping. got no juice. Keep chopping. No juice, which is great. They speaking can suck of, forever. Speaking of things that have no juice, um, I was looking at things to do in Piscataway, according oh, to TripAdvisor. And as somebody who used to be heavily involved in the travel industry, that's a dog shit website. But regardless, there were 11 things that popped up. <laughs> East Jersey Old Town Village which was essentially a, a place that was established two years after the Declaration of Independence. That's that's the claim to fame. Okay. Johnson Park, which has a small fishing and bike trail. Oh, a little zoo as well. Um, SHI Stadium, where Rutgers plays. Mm-hmm. The Cornelius... Wait, that's an attraction? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's called Corn... Johnson Park Zoo, you said? That was another one, yeah. That's it's not. T- yeah, it's just called Johnson Park. It has a little zoo. Indy, it's... top 10 zoo, by the way. Uh, it's closing. It's closing. Johnson Park Zoo closing. Oh, boy. It was See, moved out of the flood that's zone. Why you it's always, it's always, oh, never mind. It's Hold always on. sad. It's always sad when the zoo closes. Well, it, no, I think it's just being moved. I'm sorry. It did. Uh, that was just the headline. The just being moved. Just the being Cornelius moved. Low House, which is just an, an old house. Um, Rutgers University Ecological Preserve, just a, a piece of land that Rutgers owns. Um, the Mettler Bodine House Museum, again, an old house that you can walk through. The Circle Playhouse, a uh, they they host about twelve shows a year. Um, Pump it up, which is like an urban air uh, oh, center yeah. for kids. Okay. Uh, massage envy. Go go to Piscataway to get a, a to get generic a generic franchised res- massage. Um, Piscataway Beauty Supplies. It is a giant wholesaler, just a, a big old warehouse of wigs. Um, you know anything that you want for for beauty accessories. 
Um, and then Platinum Luxury Transport, which uh, they can get you anywhere. Taxis, shuttles to get you to Philadelphia, uh, Camden, Atlantic City, or uh, all the way up to New York City. That's what you can do in Pescara, guys. Just in comparison, top 15 things to do in Bloomington based on TripAdvisor. Indiana University, Oliver Winery, Tibetan Mongolian Buddhist Cultural Center, Wonder Lab, which is like a science museum, like a children's museum. Uh, the Buskirk Chumley Theater, Simon, Simon Scott Memorial Stadium, Duh. Monroe Lake, also known as Lake Monroe. <laughs> um, I told you, TripAdvisor is garbage. <laughs> Bloomington Community Farmers Market, the Beeline Trail, Butler Winery, Switchyard Brewery, um... You've got the Eskenazi Museum of Art, the IU Opera and Ballet Theater, Monroe it's County. So Courthouse. good, like world ranked. Yes, Monroe County Courthouse and the Fairfax State Recreation Area, which is also Lake Monroe. Memorial Stadium go. number seventeen. <laughs> on the list. Um, also, the the home field drops from last week were sick. Yeah, they uh, were. I, I dropped one hundred and fifty on them. Field. So home field, give me a discount code, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean i'll even admit there was one of them one of the pretty ones was pretty good the one with the the train and dunking and basketball i think something like that is pretty good um cool is that it all right that's it we'll wrap up be sure to check out our pod while you still can it's on twitter it's at podcast leo it's also on instagram and threads now at the same handle at podcast leo be sure to follow our new partner at big banter sports they're also on instagram and uh threads i'm not sure i should probably get that for us i think seth will get us at the end uh for all of our latest updates involving our podcast as well as the new additions added weekly they also have a contest going on right now guys on instagram seth get me that instagram as soon as you're as soon as you can um where they are giving away i think it's two or four tickets to any big 10 game in the season um it ends on the 21st right now we are recording on tuesday the 18th so tomorrow when it comes out, make sure you follow them on Instagram, uh, do their whole thing. I think what you have to do is follow like the post or something, tag some people in it, put it on your story. You could win some, some tickets to so do all that stuff. Make sure you shout us out, uh, on that and that we will, uh, will like it or something. So what's up, Seth? Yeah. Tag three friends in the comments and pick any big 10 game. Make sure you are following at big banter sports and okay. repost this post on your story. So do that. The drawing will be Friday, July 21st. So you have yep. until the end of the week. Yep. So do that. Um, and then be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms and join us next week as we talk about the week nine opponent at Penn State. Pour it on. That's right. We got Drew Alar and company. Yep. Our guess. Should be a uh, should be a, a good one. So Elio, love you guys. Elio. Stay away from Piscataway, Elio. Elio. Awesome day, Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that, Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys, Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day, Elio. Have a great day, Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day, and Elio. Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.